0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Texas Podcast Massacre. I am your co-host Tank Rodriguez. Joined with me are our horror expert experts. Sorry, I messed that one up, but it's all good. It's all good. No, but uh, of course, with me we have Dirty, Dirty Derek. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, happy, happy to be here. Uh, as dirty as ever. Um, just, just ready to talk about witches and
0: bitches tonight. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Witches and the bitches. And, uh, the bitches. and, and, and speaking of non-bitches, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Appreciate that. laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go there. Uh, our other co-host, Jimothy James Dean. Jimothy, how you doing? Sup, sup, I'm sup. I'm doing sup, good, slup, man. Slup.
1: Awesome. All? awesome. That was a very hearty, uh, sup, sup tonight.
2: Oh, you know, man, it's
1: invigorating. So you get, like, a breath of fresh air when I hear
0: that sup-sup. It is. Like, it it I mean, sets the tone for the, for the show. It, it really does. does. And then, like, when we don't get it, we're like, hey, hey, hey. You're like, what? 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 No. Like, it they're just like, – It's like, like – <laughs> I'm like, putting a lot of pressure
2: on my shoulders right now. I don't know if I can look, handle it.
1: Like, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that the sup up <laughs> is, like, the linchpin, but I'm just saying, like, it – it sets a tone and you should be proud of that. You should be proud of that. It sets sets the mood of the show.
0: You well, said the I, president.
2: I will try to uh, live up to, uh, live up to all that, uh, in my future steps.
1: Oh, that's awesome. good. I appreciate that, all man. Future I, subs. I, I appreciate you putting in, in the hundred and ten percent when it comes right. to subs. So <laughs> that's good. And just, you know, happy to be here recorded, man, in the time of, uh, of quarantine landia that we live in. Uh, Very
2: we're, much still, so. we're
1: still making good content. So it's, uh, I believe it's always
2: a good so. thing. I make make making magic
1: happen.
0: Trying is, to so. entertain the hundreds. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what, Jimothy? One day we're gonna look back on this episode. I think it's episode 83 that we're doing, and we're gonna look back and be like, "Remember that time we were entertaining hundreds? Now we're doing hundreds of thousands. Of, you know, an episode. It's true. Sorry. Will I get paid at that point? A- absolutely.
2: <laughs> yes. I mean,
0: we're just we're going to be living that good yep. that sweet sweet That's good right. life. We'll be doing sup sup new like, sup 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 sup. sup.
2: <laughs>
0: Making a rain
1: sup.
2: <laughs> I'll have I'll have my personal hype man give up the subs at that point.
1: That's right. Every time, every time you say sup, somebody's going to drop money on your lap.
0: You're going to pay Tanner That's- to to be your hype uh, man,
2: huh. <laughs> <laughs> only if he grows the hair back out.
0: <laughs> I agree. He needs to. He needs,
2: he's gonna bring the swag with him. Right, <laughs> we we
1: well, shall have no hype unless there is man bun. That's right. going on.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, it's it's been uh, it's been a little bit longer than a week since we recorded the Texas podcast. Um, what what a uh, what have y'all watched this uh, this past uh, yeah. since we last recorded? I, I went first last time,
1: so Jimmy V. James, uh, Dane, it's your turn.
2: Well, I will go. I've watched a ton of shit, but I actually want to talk. We could talk actually talk about what I've watched uh, all night, but I watched two new movies, new ish movies, that I really want to actually talk about. Um, so I First one I watched is this movie called The Lodge, um, which uh, it's streaming on, I think, two. Two streaming platforms. I know it's on Hulu, um, but it's, uh, it's a, sort of slow burn psychological horror. It, it's very so basic story is, um, this uh, dad has divorced his his kid's mother, uh, and the mother uh, finds out that he's going to marry his new girlfriend, and she kills himself. She kills herself. Excuse me. Um, and then um, the kids basically want nothing to do with um, the new girlfriend. Um, in fact, they don't even want to meet her. Uh, but at one point, it becomes the Christmas time, and the dad wants to take them out to their annual trip up to their uh, winter lodge up in the mountains. But he has to work, so he's making them go with his girlfriend. Uh, I won't say more, I no spoilers on this one, um, but you start to find out the backstory of who the, like, the girlfriend is like how the dad met her um and it's sort of this unraveling starts to happen um you know it might not be for everybody first off i can say it's one of the for uh, probably a lesser budget um film uh, looked amazing cinematography was great um very great use of location and interiors um yeah, great really good movie kind of had an ari aster feel aesthetically not so much this story well i'm i mean you could probably tangentially make that comparison but definitely had like the way that he sets up his shots and stuff maybe not as competent as as an ari aster film but definitely a, a well-made movie i think there was a co- um, two directors on it but it's a good movie it's definitely worth your time definitely worth watching um It's a slow burn movie, and it doesn't have, I will say no spoilers, but the ending is kind of a a downer ending, Um, but uh, maybe that's too much spoiler, but oh well, fuck it. Um, The other movie, though, I wanted to talk about is this movie called Extraordinary. So it's this, I don't know if it's Irish or Scottish. I think it's Irish film. Irish, yeah. Irish. Have you seen it, Derek? Uh, I haven't. I I see, so I, well,
1: I'll wait till you finish. I saw The Lodge, so. Oh, Okay. um, but I, I wanted to see extraordinary because I, I like uh I think it's it's Patty Kotzatine who's the uh kind of the one of the main characters. Um, please uh I don't think Patty's in that. Uh,
2: um uh I'm trying to think. I, uh, I'm it's, sorry. Got, yeah. it's got um uh, uh, uh McGruber. Why am I blanking on his name?
1: Will, um, Will Forte?
2: Yeah, Will Forte's Will Forte, in yeah. it. He plays this American
1: no, you're, you're right. It it doesn't have him in it. The guy yeah, they I, the guy in it who plays uh is it uh, Martin Martin Martin? Yes, he, exactly. he, he looks Martin's he looks like him a little bit. So I was gonna say
2: maybe that. that's why I was assuming. the The yeah. funny thing is, like outside of Will Forte, it's like the cast I don't know. It's a bunch of Irish actors who are well known at least not stateside. Um, but fan fucking fan. I mean, the girl in it, the uh, not the girl, um, the main girl is fantastic. She looks like exactly like my aunt Betty, which is creeping me out the whole movie. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, to to a, to a degree that it's actually frightening. And she's not a... I'll leave that one alone. Anyways, but... Um, <laughs> she's so good. She's so good. And actually, my, my Aunt Betty won't ever hear this, and she's actually fucking... Has nothing to do with her family anymore. So, yeah, I'll say it. She's fucking very homely. Now that my, my Aunt Betty wasn't a homely-looking woman... it This is a weird tangent that's going off. I'm going to just end this here. But anyways... <laughs> um. But the main the main actress is fucking phenomenal. I was gonna say with the the actress who plays Will Forte's girlfriend. She is not well known. She was on the show um, Loving, um, but she's a she's a, a actress, an Irish actress. She's really charming. She's not very likable in this movie, but you know she's not supposed to be. Anyways, real quick concept. <laughs> uh, it's basically this. There's this very nebbish, uh, awkward, almost spinster like they don't really say how old she is but she's like this lady who usually lives on her by herself who has a uh driving school uh but her father had a series of like he was semi-famous in the early 90s for being like a psychic and solving like psychic problems like in, in in ghost hunting that kind of thing and she is also a sensitive in in her own way but um but she doesn't want any part to do it. There was a tragedy that happened with her dad. So she just wants to run her drive school, but people keep all they know of her is they call her just to, you know, hey, can you come over and talk to my haunted uh, 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 garbage can and stuff like that. Um, anyways, but so the premise is that um, Martin Martin, uh, the, the character Martin Martin, who's like sort of the male uh, protagonist in it, um, he, he, him and his daughter live with the ghost of his deceased wife. So he needs to talk, get... A hold of this the main characters uh to see if she he can help her you know, deal with the ghost of his ex wife his her, his dead kind of mean ex-wife um meanwhile will forte plays like a disgraced like new age american musician who only had like one hit and then <laughs> hasn't been successful since and so he has decided to uh uh call upon the dark arts to uh become rich and famous again Uh, but it needs a sacrifice. And I will leave it there, but it's a fucking really entertaining, really sweet, funny little horror comedy. Um, Everybody is great in it. Um, Everybody, every single person, even the daughter is really good. Uh, The main character's sister is really good. Um, Will Will Forte is just always Will Forte in everything he does. Uh, But yeah, great cast. Everything is really... uh, this really this this again cinematography is really amazing in it uh, the special effects are great for the limited amount of special effects um uh it's just really cute really original i really really enjoyed it
1: awesome good deal. you know it's funny uh because i watched uh one of the two movies that you watched this week uh, so i watched three movies uh and two of them are new and one of them was like kind of newish because i didn't finish it so i watched the lodge did not think i was gonna like it um i was not really in the mood for like a slow burn but was super surprised um a couple twists in there that i didn't see coming or like i i was like whoa okay all right that was like as expected which is weird um sometimes you watch a movie and you think like it's setting it up one way and you realize like that's not really gonna be the case but Part of it really was the case in that movie, without spoiling it. So yes. I was like, all right, that's fucking cool!" Like I, I always appreciate when somebody when it's like something straightforward, but you don't realize it's being straightforward. Exactly, um, with, yeah. mis- misdirecting with its misdirection. <laughs> misdirecting yeah. with its direction. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I liked the kid actors. Um, you know, obviously the the kid from it. Um, from it, yeah. Bill, uh,
2: he was really good in this. Yeah, was he, really was, he
1: was. Yeah, he's really good. I, you know, he's such a good little actor too because I really like him in *Knives Out* too. Um and oh, yeah, I so forgot he was in this so that's like the third movie I've seen him in that I really thought he was that's a good actor um <laughs> that that little boy uh, young man now um so yeah totally agree worth the watch uh, definitely kind of had a little bit of a vibe of like hereditary um, midsummer but but a little bit different as well for like a, for such a large
2: it was beautifully shot yeah exactly um, like, there's some you great, know, which, really great atmospheric shots yeah like.
1: yeah so totally different I, I well worth the watch it wasn't super long either so which was great but. Yeah, it's a little bit of a buildup, and the ending is kind of like a, I mean, have a kind of a "what the fuck" moment. Um, yes, which is kind of cool. What I, I liked, it. made kind of it was a bummer ending, but at the same lines, very interesting, kind of full circle um, once you know the
2: story. Yeah, the um, the one that I will give it to is that you know um, it makes use of it's because a lot of times it, it would be you would say a movie called a lodge, and it would try to be. I don't know. It's just, it just it was very smart in in where the film takes place and like some facets of that. Um, yeah. But there's some honestly. The one thing I'll take away from it is there's some real fucking creepy moments. And even though they're not like over the top creepy, they're very subtle creepy. But just so really creepy. yeah, very. Which makes it like it's a little more haunting when it's more realistic. But anyways, uh, what else have you watched? Sorry. So
1: I uh, know you're fine, dude. I so the other one I watched was a movie called Ghost Team. I was looking for something a little bit funny. And it was a, I don't know if you've seen it. I've uh, seen
2: the trailer, yeah. Yeah,
1: John Heard, David Kruzel, uh Justin Long. Um, but, you know, basically kind of like a, uh, a, a mock uh, ghost team, like hunting paranormal for like uh, a cable access show. And then a lot of murders take place. Um, super funny actors in it, which is surprising why it was... Big turd. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. It was a big, it was a big turd. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna be funny. It was super predictable. I mean, I didn't expect anything like mind blowing, but I thought for sure like it would be like a little bit funnier, a little bit more original. But it was, it was a bust.
2: That's um, a bummer, bro. I'm yeah. sorry.
1: That's okay. Wasn't I mean, wasn't? But now place, I have to watch it. So I'm glad. Yeah, I would not waste your time on it. It was nothing. It was nothing. Like you'll watch it and you will be like, that's like 20 other movies that I've seen. Um, yeah which is unfortunate for, for what I would consider like a pretty talented, like funny cast.
2: Um, exactly.
1: The other movie <laughs> I watched was like a uh, total what the fuck, um, was the greasy strangler.
2: Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> the movie is bananas, but I love that movie. Man. Oh man. I, it's like so a I, Tim and Eric sketch, but as a movie. It,
1: yeah. So I, I started watching it uh, like a while back and I had to stop watching it for some reason. I never came back to it. And that I decided to just watch it again. Cause I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Uh, I'm just going to have nothing else to do. I'm going to watch it. Man. Oh man. What a fucking trip. That yeah, movie right. is. Um, yeah. People Rudy either love Tootie's... it or hate it. And I totally get both sides. Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that movie just, it, it, just the grease alone. Like I, just, Ugh, it's so... I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, so much old man dick in that movie. Like I know, that's like no, that guy's no. that guy's hair hanging giant little sized balls. That's all I gotta say. Like <laughs> they're they're 13 inches lower than they need to be. He's, he's all movie. testicles. Yeah, he's all he is all testicles. Not. I mean, if you ever had to pick a movie where there is probably three most visually unappealing people to see naked, and you put them in that movie, yeah, <laughs> that is that is, and then you add a ton of grease to it and a lot of weird stuff. That's the greasy straggler, but it's Mm. fucking hilarious. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it honestly. Like, it's just don't go in with any expectations. Like, expect to have fun with, (laughs) fun it, especially to be bananas,
2: and the ending (laughs) to be bananas,
1: and then, uh, and then that's what you get uh, at the end. So,
2: yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not for everybody. If you like weird, weirdo, fucking like, that movie makes a John Waters movie look like fucking Amistad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, and I would
1: say if you have people in there that are creepier than Divine or uh, or even John Waters
2: himself, like that says so much. Well, um, so it's funny though that you brought it up because um, uh, somebody on my uh, social media recently, about uh, a month back, uh, tore it like talking about it was the worst movie they'd ever seen, and. Yeah, a lot of times people go off and will be like, oh, this is the worst movie we've ever seen. And you see people argue. That dude's whole comment section was people attacking that dude for hating it. <laughs> I was like, that dude definitely has very strong, rabid following. But uh, yeah, very. It's, like I said, definitely not for everybody. But uh, I did no. want to talk about one thing, though, real quick. Sure. So um, recently, I think I talked about on one podcast. I tried to kind of rewatch um, Showtime's Penny Dreadful. And I remember really loving it when I watched it, uh, when it ran first until the ending. I think I, I remember I've never been more mad at television in my life for how fucking terrible the series, the series finale was. There's so many missed opportunities, blah blah. blah. Anyways, but I was like, okay, I'll give it. I'll start to give it a watch. Well, I started trying to rewatch the original *Penny Dreadful*, and I couldn't even get through the second season because it was just so overwrought and like the writing is so obnoxious and like I, I just remember being like this is so ham-fisted but I was like okay well I'm gonna try to watch the new one the, the Penny Dreadful uh, um, City of Angels and I just I decided after the newest episode uh, which I think the third episode was the best of the three but I'm like John Logan just needs to stop first off like he's like he's got this like he's trying to be like make this statement about you know you know Specifically, the Mexican culture in Los Angeles and racism, but he does all this weird, kind of racist bullshit. He adds like uh, non-historically accurate, like, um, uh, like they they're dancing to like Cuban music, which Mexicans wouldn't have been doing in the 30s. Like that wasn't a thing, and like even the whole like in the in the show, one of the biggest things is the um, the Santa they kind of religion or the cult. That wasn't really even a thing until the 90s. Like, the concept of a Santa Muerte has been, old world was sort of worshipped in a certain degree, but there was no actual religion. It wasn't, there was no Santa Muerte religion until the 90s, but somehow the show is shoehorning it into the fucking 30s. So there's all this shit going on that just, it's really infuriating me. But I think the thing that made me most, I was like, what the shit? uh i'm i'm blanking her name. she's actually a great actress but she there's hey, natalie natalie Doolimer, who's uh from game of thrones uh yeah yeah so she plays the shapeshifter right yes so she plays multiple characters in this i mean they're all the same they're all basically like i don't they haven't told you if she's the devil if she is something but she's basically sent them where they her sister um but she's basically trying to do all this evil machinations and she takes up the form of these different characters um like one is a kind of uh all of which are trying to cause evil but one of them you know one's like a it's like the um the assistant to this uh councilman who's in charge of r- like roadways and stuff and she's trying to get him to become like a demagogue and then she's also playing this german mo- abused wife and and mother who's trying to kind of s- s- spur the, uh, or kind of ignite the American end of the German Nazi Party, but one of the characters in this new this new episode, she plays like the head of the Pachucos, and it is, it's so bad, the writing of it's so bad, like it's it's so it's just it's so bad, it's so bad, I can't, and I was like I don't know if I can want it, it's just it's John Logan like, first off, if you're gonna do like make this kind of show where you're trying to make a point about racism and cultural like you know uh strife like can you want to make sure that you're getting the buy-in of people who know what they're talking about and make sure that you're not insulting the people that you're trying to like anyways, it's the whole thing but <laughs> with that being said i did think the third seat the third episode was the strongest of the show but i still like i think i've given up on john logan as being some sort of a uh, show creator because he keeps letting me down anyways just wanted to talk about that
1: no, I think it's unfortunate, too, because I think, like, it, it's great that you try to prove a point, but it sounds like, you know, in this case, he's doing it irresponsibly by putting yeah. in stuff that's not accurate or yes. appropriate and, you know, yeah. It's, it's yeah, like he's, when he's, people, are, people are trying to prove why you shouldn't say the N-word, but then you just repeatedly say it and yes. you probably shouldn't be saying it. You know what I mean? Like, it's...
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's, one, it's okay to be tone deaf, um, you know, uh, every now and then, like, as long as... I, Maybe let me rephrase this. I can understand being a little tone deaf if your heart's in the right spot um, and you're trying to make some sort of artistic voice. But if like you're, if your heart's in the right place and the, and you've made a, a concerted effort to know what you're talking about, educate the you know, or uh, uh, learn the subject you're talking about. But in this case, it's just he's doing it for the sake of extra drama or making it dark and edgy, and it's just. Anyways, on to the next thing. Let's. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that on there because I just watched it and I was I had strong feelings about it. All right. Well, I never want, I haven't, I
1: never finished the first Penny Dreadful, um, and I haven't watched any of the new season of The um, uh, Saint, Saint Angels. Angels. Yeah, Saint Angels. So, I, I have no interest. Um, so, I, I will just, much like that ghosty movie, I will not waste my time.
2: Yeah, I will Cheers. say, uh, what, one thing, though, that is pretty uh, interesting in it is um, uh, Nathan Lane plays, like, this hard-boiled like, like, uh, LA cop in the 30s. And at first, he's like, dude, he's so, like, my first instance is he's so miscast. <laughs> but as the show's go, gone on, um, he's kind of like won me over a little bit. Like, I'm like, right. okay, well, like, definitely not. He wouldn't have been the guy I would have first cast, but he's trying, I mean, he's playing a Jewish American guy who's this, you know, uh, just a, he surprised me. We'll leave it at that. Anyways, right. uh, uh, Where, we're here we to talk about witches, not Nathan Lane. So
1: We are here to talk about witches today. Uh, I will say there's one show, and I don't know, if James, if you ever saw it. Um, it was a very, like, what the fuck show. So I, I never really got into it, but I hear people rave about it all the time. It's Hemlock Grove.
2: I tried to so bad. It, I, think was, I think it was one of Netflix's first, like, originals. Um, yeah. I watched the first two episodes. I love werewolves. So I was down for it. And there were some great special effects, but I could not get into it. The characters no. are so cool. forgettable.
1: Yeah,
2: that is, that is another one.
1: So it sounds like they're like kind of the same. Like Probably just the not same a, thing. Not a, yeah, yeah not, a, not a show you could really want just to, to dive, and, into. dive into. I mean, I know, people who,
2: I know some people who really like Temlock Grove. Um, I, I just couldn't, it, I didn't connect with it. Like it just yeah. wasn't, yeah.
1: Different strokes for different folks. That's right. But we're here to talk about some witchy, witchy magic tonight. Um, we're talking about witches. That's right. right.
0: Indeed we are. I'm, I'm surprised it took us this long to actually get to it, guys. I mean, I know we brought it up one time, you know. Uh, we did. You know, the, the quick – uh, I mean, I think it was a quick news thing that we did. Uh, wait, did me and you do a top list, a top before James Kim, Derek? I don't think we ever did witches no.
1: but I know like on more than one occasion like uh like witching and bitching has come up
2: yeah a, yeah
1: as a as a witch movie and obviously that, that's that's pretty popular one and and a great witch movie at that um, so I think it's come up in in those capacities and obviously we've talked about like the Lords of Salem for example um, mm-hmm. and the
2: witch which yeah. really I mean,
1: it's a yeah, witch I mean there's movie. there's
2: The thing is, there's actually, because I've I've thought about this earlier, was that a lot of the movies have come up on different lists, but there's a lot of witch witch movies that sort of also could be in other categories, Um, whether it's like, you know, devil worship movies or, um, you know, there's a lot of weird crossover. One thing I've also kind of remembered uh, is there's a lot of really good witch movies that aren't actual straight up in the classic james definition horror movies there's a lot of, like great wow. witch movies that are sort of like family friendly films and sort yeah, of um, man. but uh so anyway but yeah uh, it's funny because i didn't you know we've talked about like you know vampires on the air we've talked about uh, uh actually i think mean, i don't think we've done have we done werewolves
0: no I, was gonna say, I don't think we've done we
2: haven't done mummies man. we haven't done anything really the classic uh, When,
0: when it, you know it's funny because we, we think we're like man we're like repeating these movies repeating these movies there's so much stuff that we have, have uh, like s- simple stuff that we have untapped
1: well yeah I mean we, I think we've we've like we've touched on all those in like some degree but I don't think right. we've ever like really gone in depth Tank is that a uh, is that a, a screen background from Witch. the witches behind
2: you as yeah as, it as, is as
0: that, when he moved was it, like it's it's uh, it was so I, I think I told the story out on you know without recording that the scariest movie that I ever saw as a kid was Cujo and it literally peed, made me pee my pants as a kid because I couldn't I didn't want to get up because I thought my dog was ravenous um, uh, but then um, I remember being home alone one day just it was on either on HBO or Showtime and uh, witches came on. And it freaked me out because it, I mean, just, I mean, it just felt real when I was watching it as a kid. It really did. And it's, and it still makes, it's probably one of the, probably one of the scariest like villains uh that I, I could think of. And actually before I even had like this podcast, the, you know, the old, the OG 2015 Tank Rodriguez show, I actually named her as, uh as the ultimate like scariest villain for me, as far as like in a scary movie. Um, and I'm excited. I'm really excited that, uh, uh, my boo and Hathaway is going to be in the reboot. If that, I mean, I'm not sure what the world is going to look like, you know, six months to a year from now. Um, if they're going to be, you know, how, how movie, you know, if projects are still going to be, you know, working out. Uh, but I'm really excited about that one. I, I I love that movie. I really do. I think it's a a really well told story. Do you think that, uh, with Anne
1: Hathaway, your boo, Playing the Angelica Houston role, that she will also terrify you. And hey, I don't, I don't fear
0: No, she can terrify me all she wants, Derek. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't care. I'll be dirty tank after that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna scare
2: gonna, gonna scare your, your penis stiff. <laughs> Drop dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> uh, dick has got rigor mortis bro uh, i'm scared so, of stuff.
1: yeah i I agree with you though I think like there there are some really great witch movies that are not in the the vein of like witch movies like you know obviously the witches is, is one um I'm a huge fan of hocus pocus i, 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 I hocus is awesome like they're that's such a great movie good family uh mm-hmm. family friendly movie um as well um God what was the other one that I was just thinking of I thought I had. I'm not going to say practical magic because I refuse to say that. <laughs> I was going um, to
2: say the practical I mean, magic.
1: Yeah. But it's like craft. I mean the craft is like a very yeah, highly quoted In
2: um quote fact, movie. We we used well, the quote for the, we use the quote. Is, we use the quote on a our work related horror club t-shirt even though again on this list I wouldn't go the craft because I don't think it's a I don't think it's a traditional yeah. horror movie. Um, it's a great quote I, though. It's a great quote. It's one of the best quotes. Um, um, especially for if you're a weirdo.
1: And uh, you know, I actually just watched uh, a which movie uh, the other a male watch movie the other day, um, uh, the Covenant, which oh, yeah. is a is not a great movie.
2: No, it's um, a, it's a guilty pleasure.
1: Fast, but got some got Seb- a, young, a very young Sebastian Stan before yep. Winter Soldier uh, in there. Got a couple a uh, couple of the uh, unknown actors, uh, the guy from Sky High, uh,
2: plays I like that Beast. kid. I, yeah, I like I like,
1: that. yeah, he's a good actor. I just. Uh, it was a weird. It was kind of a weird, like male craft version of that. But there's some horror elements in there, some witchy elements. But you know, it, it's kind of like a, you know, I, think I would call it like a dumb watch because I don't have to think a whole lot about it, like when I'm watching it. But yeah, so it's it's good. But it falls in the vein of, of witches. You yeah. don't male witches are one that you don't see a, a whole lot. I mean, unless well, you off, uh, Derek, talk about the warlocks.
2: They're called warlocks. War, <laughs> warlocks. That's I was oh, getting God. to that. This guy, And they are uh, yeah. different. From wizards, mm-hmm. this That's is a great. whole conversation we won't complain into. Yeah. Please don't wizards, don't get him started, Derek. Don't get him started.
1: Well, I, I knew I, <laughs> I was setting him up to to bring in the warlock because that is is my opinion one of the great eighties, uh, late eighties, like early nineties witch or nineties warlock male witch movies, warlocks. Um, of his time. Julian Sands, man, was awesome in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Julian Sands is and, one of those guys who's, like, a great actor who um, uh, uh, who deserved better roles. Like, he was a, traditionally a really good actor. But, um, you know, he, I mean, I don't know if you ever saw Boxing Helena, but he was really great. That, that's actually yeah. a crazy movie. That was crazy. He just started to, like, he was, like, this legitimately good actor who just started to kind of fall into these sort of, like, uh, directive in your movies. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love Warlock. I, I actually, uh, it's, uh, I, just like a week ago, I was like, Oh, I don't own it. I need to find a, a copy to own
0: stuff. So. Hey, yeah. Hey, real quick. Um, did you, did you, I know, I know you saw it Derek, uh, but did, did you see Gretel and Hansel after all James? I didn't. In fact, what's so funny was,
2: uh, this morning, I was going to, uh, to watch it just so I could talk about it in this podcast, but, I ended up getting distracted by other things, but, uh, you know, um, again, after Derek's review, like, we're kind of explaining what the vibe of it was. I was like, oh, maybe maybe I will see it, but uh, um, it's one of those movies, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be batting around, oh, I should watch that, or I should add that to my list, and then continue to not get it. it doesn't say it shows up on, like, you know, Netflix or something for free, so. <laughs>
1: there you go. Gotcha. At some point, it'll pop up, and you'll have nothing else to watch. There you go. You say what the hell, and you're gonna watch it, um, and then then we will have a conversation about it. So, Perfect. no worries, all James. What's your favorite? If you had to pick a favorite, which movie?
2: Well, let me ask. Are, are we are we doing uh, our top five for this one? I thought that was is that what we're doing?
1: Oh yeah, I got top five. We can talk about top five. I it's, know. I,
2: I thought that was the format we were returning to this week.
1: Because I, yeah, I did it, but... we we can. Well, what is your? Well, let's start with you. What is your? Uh, I know you don't usually rank. Did you put any ex-
2: question for you? Yeah. Did you put any rules on this?
1: Yes, a- I
2: did. And I did rank them actually by my favorites. Uh sometimes you brought that up. So um, first off, before I go on, let me honorable mentions. What first would be witching and bitching, because we've talked about it so much in this podcast, but it would be at my uh, might even beat out my number one, maybe. Uh, just a fucking really enjoyable movie. And it's so about witches. So it's so like, some movies sort of like have a witch, but it's not really the point, but Witching and Bitching is all about covenant witches and their shenanigans. But um, but so my biggest caveat for this was that I wanted to, to every, every one of my movies actually had to have a supernatural element. Um, so that actually would eliminate movies I do really love that would be on this list, like Witchfinder General or Ken Russell's amazing movie, The Devils, because even though they're about witchcraft, like hunting witches, or they're historically accurate and there is no actual witch in it. So I had to leave those off. Um, another honorable mention, because it I love it, but I don't think it would make my top five, and it's a more modern movie, is The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, it's on I my list. About, I, what's that? It's, it's on, on my list? list. It's a great it movie, yeah. It's, it's a right. great movie. I thought it was really surprising. Um, really looking forward to uh, the, the filmmaker's next film, um, because I think it had a lot of potential, showed a lot of promise. Um, it's a movie I actually rewatch pretty regularly, so that's my, those would be my honorable mentions. So my number five is this movie, The Love Witch. A relatively new movie, only came out in the last few years, um, so but i just love this movie it's there it's it's beautifully shot It's so it's made to sexy horror kind of like the hammer horror that we were doing that wasn't vampire or, or universal based um but it has a very sexy 60s vibe to it um and it's very stylish like and it does they don't they never say oh this movie takes place in the 60s. And one thing I like with the filmmakers did is they didn't try to make it, like, if you see a background, there might be modern cars because it's, it's, it's just they're creating this world, but they're not being like so pedantic with it. But, you know, it's got a lot of style, a lot of like, like atmosphere um, that, you know, this like sort of hazy feel to it. Um, almost like a weird, sexy, witch Douglas Sirk movie, but... But it's a good movie. It's 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 actually well acted, well crafted, well written. It's got a very like understandable plot, um, and you know it's 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 something you would not normally see. Usually, witch movies are more gothic. They're a little bit more, or like you know, um, they're usually creepier. But witches are usually little hags, or you know, in that realm of being scary. This was a sexy, sexy '60s love witch who used her power over men um, uh, uh, to her evil machinations but um i just think it's a really great movie I, I i feel like it deserves a wider audience so that's why i made my number five what about you there all
1: right so so my number five uh is kind of a uh one that that doesn't come up very often and it is uh stars david hasselhoff and linda blair it's called witchery oh uh, yes yeah, uh
2: um
1: no, I guess, I guess you can consider this more of like, a and part of the reason it was on my list is like, it definitely has a supernatural element. Um, it, it is a part of a series, but I never really watched any of the originals. Um, I guess you can kind of call it a, a ghost story though. Know, I always thought, I always thought it was a witch or or witchy element, um, when watching this when I was a kid. Um, I mean, of course you could never go wrong with the Hoff. Uh, in this movie, but I, I always reminded me, uh, you know, my parents. would, would always go to Maine uh, when I was growing up, and in, like Massachusetts and like the whole New England area. So I always remember this as a kid, and and so anytime I would see like an old abandoned house or, you know, something along that line, so it, it always rem- kind of remind me of this movie. Um, no, I think you're you're kind of which story your traditional sense, but again, more like a supernatural um, element element within the movie. I was always was good, you know, uh, Linda Blair. I don't think. Was in I mean she was in a lot of movies but I don't think she was in like too too many movies um, that I remember beyond The Exorcist so this was one that really really truly stuck out for me but um, I I always personally liked this and I always kind of thought it was a to me always reminded me it was like a little bit of a witchy movie so um, especially like uh, towards the ending and Linda Blair's transformation she always kind of reminded me of a witch um, kind of that wide eyed like hair yeah. and, like kind of possession type level so. Um, yeah, that, was, that was my number five. Oldie, oldie but a goodie in my book. Uh try to think back of all the witch movies. And I agree. I totally had the same rules. Had to have some supernatural element to it. I, at least in my opinion, I felt it had to have some type of witch element to it. Um, even even if it maybe not, it wasn't directed that way, just if it had something witch related, I put it in there.
2: Well, that's just funny because, I mean, there's a lot of movies uh, like Witchboard and there's a ton of great movies that have witch in the title. that has nothing to do. There's no actual yeah. witch in the movie. Yeah. So. Witchboard, actually, I thought that I was like, I remember it. I'm like, no, that's a Ouija yeah. board. That's I love ghost, that so. fucking movie, but uh, yeah, great know, movie. Tawny um, By the way, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, the Linda Blair movie, Savage Streets. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, it has a very interesting tub scene. I'll leave it at that. Um, All right. Uh, make,
1: a, make a note of that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, since we get kind of, we work a little, uh,
0: pervy. This, uh, show sometimes. Jimothy um, Bean what's, pervy. What a, yeah, that's interesting. That's not my thing.
2: Anyways. No. Um, so my number four is a movie. I don't think it's super well known. Um, uh, early 80s, 1982, uh, Canadian movie called superstition. Um, it's a very weird movie. It's a uh, I, the first time I saw it, um, you know, I thought I was just going to, it was going to be one of those, uh, you know, oh, let's watch this for a laugh, uh, you know, early eighties, uh, kind of campy movie, but it's actually a pretty well done movie. And it's, it's a weird movie because it is, a, it's a witch movie the, the it's basically, it's like a haunted house movie, witch movie, but it's, it works as a slasher because the witch kills people off in like very slasher, proto slasher ways. In fact, there's a head <laughs> in a microwave scene, which not how you would usually see witches killing people, but right. it's story of this, uh, this priest who takes his family to this basically this haunted house this house that people keep dying mysteriously in and the the town sheriff um and what you find out is that it's like halfway through the movie they show they actually show it but like a, a witch was killed and then she cursed she said she'd kill anybody who stepped on this land or whatever and so now she's killing off anybody but it's super early 80s like it you know i don't think I think Scream Factory might have actually put put something out. I don't. I don't know if that's one hundred percent true, but I think I remember seeing Scream Factory release it. But at the time when I watched it, there was like the, the the quality of the like, even though whether it was a VHS or some shitty DVD, was the lighting was really bad. But it's, it's actually a good movie. It's this, this kills are really kind of actually really gruesome for eighty two. Like some over the top kind of kills. The witch itself, like the you don't really see her a lot. um, she's kind of always in the silhouette, but she has these big, creepy clawed fingers. And it's actually pretty scary. So, um, you know, I remember, you know, like I said, I I probably saw it for the first time in my mid twenties. Um, uh, But, you know, I remember being like, damn, this movie is actually well done and actually deserves a little more praise. But uh, uh, it's just one of those things like I even forget it's a witch movie because it feels more like a, like a slasher movie. But, But yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, I think it's worth. I think it's worth a much wider audience.
1: I've heard of it. I've never gotten a chance to watch it, but I, I've heard, like, I've heard good things about it. You've movie, definitely seen so. the
2: the the poster or the artwork for it has more well known than the movie itself. It's got a really beautiful painted uh, uh album, and not like a super low budget VHS cover. I mean, the artwork is really well done. It's really, really beautifully illustrated cover. So, um, but yeah, you should definitely watch it. I high high recommendation.
1: Yeah. Very cool. So, well, my number, my number four is a movie called Spellbinder, with uh, Kelly Preston and Tim Daly. Uh, I have never seen that. Oh well, it has definitely has sexy witches in it and some not sexy witches. But basically, it's about a um, it's about a woman that was part of a, a covenant of witches, and um, she runs away from them, and she meets up with like, Tim Daly. And these witches are after her because they're they're trying to basically. Like use her for a sacrifice on like this unholy night. So it's like her on the lamb, like with Tim Daly kind of getting wrapped in. It's a little bit. I, I would say like supernatural. It's got like a little bit of a suspense element to it, a little bit of horror. But it's it's a good mashup and uh, definitely some really cool like witch elements. It's basically like a witch bounty hunters that are kind of coming after Kelly Preston's character and trying to get her back by this unholy night to unleash hell on earth so um another one i remember watching when i was a kid uh one of my very early kelly preston films uh that i remember watching tim daly i always remember from wings so yeah exactly that's, like, that's the only thing uh, i could never see him in is
2: just you know uh dale dave what is his yeah. character's name whatever dale his or something yeah whatever um something like that
1: but yeah very, i actually i think he even like remind it's like seems like pre rain days because he's pretty pretty young in that it's like 1987, 1988 film. Um, but another cool, cool witch one that you don't see very often. Like, you know, witch leaves or just trying to get her back constantly. And obviously, there's a lot of like satanic, like witch elements in it uh, from the Covenant. And they'll stop at nothing to get her. So, some, some pretty cool, cool scenes in that movie, too. So, thank hey, you.
0: Want...
2: Check that out.
0: I like it, how it, it, so. you It's definitely on Hulu. And um, it has Carrie Hi- Hiroyuki. Tagawa, who plays Shang Shung, son in Mortal yes. Kombat.
2: Yes. Oh. I've been in an elevator with him. So just really, yeah,
0: he's super short. Oh, I'm okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, um,
2: yeah, it's funny though too, because yeah, like I, it's funny. I don't, I can't remember seeing like, like it does the film doesn't uh, ring a bell at all. Uh, but it definitely sounds like a movie I need to see. So
1: yeah, check it out. Recommendation. You got it, man.
2: So my number three is uh, The Witch. Um, uh, I had to put it on here. I think it's probably one of the best, the most perfectly crafted uh, modern horror movies. As far as I go, I think it's a perfect movie. Um, uh, That movie works for me. Not everybody loves it. Like, that's totally fine. Um, I think Ralph Innocent, who plays the dad in it, is, first off, to know that he was the character he played on the British office was such a buffoon and such a fucking, just a jerk off. Um, but so yeah, such a buffoon. And in this, he has such, first off, he is one of the best voices in film period, but he was, he had such a gravitas in this and such a presence. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's so good. Um, but the, the movie just works for me. I think, um, uh, the, um, main um actress uh, she's really good in it who's actually she's the star of um the new emma uh the on the wild directed emma which i actually really loved uh so yes i could enjoy a uh, awesome movie
1: uh ella fanning right what's up is it ella fanning is that no it's
2: Ooh. uh anna taylor joy
1: anna, anna taylor joy yes yeah, okay yeah.
2: which uh, she, to me like She's weird looking to me. I know she's supposed to be pretty. Uh, I don't find her pretty. I think she's really, honestly, kind of weird looking. If her fucking eyes were farther apart than her, they'd be looking at her ears. But, um, uh, uh, but, um, but she has a really unique look, so it works. Um, and but she has such you know like you really do feel for her character in this, and like um, there's so, it builds up such a fucking tremendous amount of um, like paranoia or you know you don't know what's happening to this girl or you know and what it says about religion and and uh, re- religious uh, dogma and there's a lot the movie says a lot with being a very quiet slow movie um but again i think the payoff is the last i i think it's my favorite ending and it's not like some mind-blowing ending it's just such a perfectly well done ending and um you know black philip has become uh, i think an icon in his own right and i think uh I sh- the sheer amount of uh, uh, knockoff t-shirts I've seen with Blackstone so upon it but um, I think it's a great fucking movie I think um, I did like it more than I liked The Lighthouse, but I do think the director is has a really strong unique personality and I think it comes from his films and I can watch I'll watch The Horror or The Witch excuse me like I, I'll probably be one of those movies I watch like once every six months so definitely I feel like it's a modern classic and it deserves to be on my list
1: and I and I think that you made a really great point about that. Is that it's a time period where a lot of people were considered to be evil for not being evil at all, and like bad yeah. things happen, and they just point to like religion and this is happening because you're a sinner and you're evil. Yeah. Is gonna happen, and so like for the ending, it's kind of funny and and pretty, for like pretty poetic, um,
2: all things considered. So, yeah, and that's the thing is it's one of those movies that really subverts because again we all know the witch trials were bullshit we all know that you know uh uh religion is has, has caused a lot of murder honestly throughout the ages whether it was the you know the, the Spanish acquisitions and the fucking witch trials but just having that little nice little twist at the end is like i i just love it and uh yeah i think it's like i said i think it's one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years nice
1: so my third one, I, I thought really long and hard about this because witch is a very subjective term, um, depending on how you look at it. And then I, I thought like really hard. I'm like, could this be considered a witch movie? So I'm going to put it on there. It's is serpent in the rainbow. Because hmm. Could you consider a witch doctor like in the realm of like the dark arts or mysterious? So I was like. I'm going I'm to buck tradition here. Um, one, because it's a great movie and I know we talked about it, but um, two, like, could you potentially, I know it's voodoo, but to me, like, could some, could you potentially, I know they're different, but could you potentially dump, like bump them in the same category, like voodoo, witchcraft, witch doctor and witch? Like, maybe. Um, I mean, they do call so. it
2: a witch doctor for a reason. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's, you know, yeah, it's not the traditional definition, but again, it uses quote-unquote black magic, there's usually some sort of deity, whether it's the devil or some sort of nature spirit or some deity that they possess. And yeah, I mean, again, you know how much I love Serpent and the Rainbow. So I, 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 I know.
1: I figured you wouldn't have a problem if I put it on there, but I was kind of looking at this, like, Venn diagram of, like, voodoo and witchcraft, and, like, there really is a lot that overlaps with it, and I think that's a movie, too, that very much similar to The Witch can very much, like, you can kind of explain it, In a very, really relative and like scientific manner, and then there's other elements of that are like, you know, that there's a supernatural element to it, like to a degree. And I think depending on how you watch it and the lens in which you watch it it makes a huge difference in like how you approach that film. So you could very much look at it in a very like witchcraft, like supernatural way, as you as you should. Um, (laughs) But um, such a fantastic movie, and there's just so many dark elements in there that overlap that I really just had to put it on there Um, because I feel like. If not, it can get, like, it's not really maybe a traditional zombie movie. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like it falls in a couple different buckets, like, because, and that's what makes it a great movie, is it doesn't get pigeonholed into a genre, Um, but let's put it on there for my number three. Nice.
2: So, uh, working backwards, my number two, or my second favorite uh, witch movie, um, uh, which is one of my favorite movies, but I'll explain why it's not my number one. Um, is actually a tie between both the original and the remake of Suspiria. Um, I did not put it on my list because I was leaving it all for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely in one of my top favorite movies. I think it's... When I I watched... There, there was a long time that movie was not as considered such an iconic film as it is now. I think it's showing up in a lot of, like, you know, AMCs, top 100 horror movies, and different things has made it more well-known, but... Um, You know, it's a movie that the first time I saw it fucking fucked me up, literally fucked me up. I mean, it's such a masterpiece of uh, atmosphere and like building up psychological terror and fucking with the audience. And, you know, you know, people talk about the first like 10 minutes because they're so well done. The colors, the fucking music, everything is perfect. The composition of the shots are great. I don't think uh, Arjuna's ever done anything to, to equal it. But the, move, the whole movie's great. The whole fucking whole movie's great. Jessica Harper plays that like that scared ingenue kind of character so perfectly. The score is... It's the most perfect score. I will go on record and say I think it's the most perfect score in horror film history um, for my money. I mean, and Goblin and other... There's been a ton of great... But just, everything about Suspiria's soundtrack is, and score, excuse me, is per- 100% perfect. But... I also really love the fucking sequel or the remake. Um, and I think the filmmakers were smart enough to leave and we've talked about this before, I think, but leave everything that makes the original spirit so well known and take it in a completely different direction. The thing I love about why and why I specifically included the remake in this as well is because we're well, the first one, the which the Covenant Witch is is played a little it's a little more subdued, it's 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 not as visceral or in your face as the remake's *Witches*, Covenant Witches is and how fucking dark that shit gets and like how vile. Um, And again, the remake is great. There's so many fucking really uncomfortable moments. The violence in it is great. Um, But yeah, it's definitely, if you're going to include witches in in a movie, I think Suspiria is, you know, I will say right now it's the penultimate uh, witch movie for me. It's just, it's Fucking great in so many ways, and I—it I, almost doesn't
1: even need to be said at this point. Nope, totally agree, and and that's part of the reason. As I was kind of going through my list of which movies, obviously that is like one of the number one that pops up. Um, number one, I know it's one of your favorites, so I wasn't going to put it on my list, uh, though. I will say it definitely would be on my list if you didn't already pick it and put it on there. So, um, and I totally agree. I actually just watched the remake um, like a week or two ago. I think it was about two weeks ago, and and I. I love that movie. Um, yeah, I feel like the creepy. remake does not get enough fucking love. So, nope. And I and I think it, you know what it is. It's it, to me, it, it's a lot of like people that are so hung up on the the original that they're just not giving it a shot. But like it is, I mean, this, even the, just the score, like uh, Tom Tom Yorn uh, from Radiohead. I Tom mean, York, yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he does a yeah. great job with the score. I mean, it's fantastic. Absolutely. The elements, like. Um,
2: yeah. It, yeah, and the thing is, is uh, so the criticisms I hear from people and people like some people who I I I wouldn't necessarily immediately assume would have an ignorant opinion, <laughs> but I've heard people complain about the dumb. Oh, the colors don't. The colors aren't as good. Like, well, what the fuck? Like, were you gonna copy the palette of the original? Like, right. then you're just straight up copying. Like, the fucking fact, fact that the. They took all of the color out. They desaturated it to yeah. make it very drab and oppressive. Like That's people, what I liked so, about it. Yeah, and I think it worked yeah. perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it
1: would make nearly as much sense in the, in the format, the way things are filmed now,
2: no. exactly. to have it
1: to be as colorful. Like, you take like a movie like Midsommar, which the the elements of color are play a pinnacle role Like yeah. in a movie like that. And then you take a movie like this, where it's supposed to be oppressive, right?
2: Yes, um, exactly. It's rainy.
1: It's bleak. Like, and it worked for the first like movie to have those colors because I think it, w- it had that element to it. But, um,
2: and again, yeah. he was playing with, I don't as far was very uh, of the time, all that pink and blue lighting, but yeah, Argento did something really artistic. He made a statement, he made a choice. Um, he made it, made you feel unease with that. I mean, that pink blue contrast lighting is very upsetting. Like it, it, it there's an atmosphere just to that lighting, but, um, yeah, the remake basically just said "fuck that." Let's do something different, which you should be doing. It's I, I say this all the time about like cover songs. the The magic of doing a cover song is not doing exactly what the fucking original artist did. That's why Devo's "Satisfaction" is still like considered the greatest cover song of all time because they took a bluesy, fucking, you know, Rolling Stone song and made it this angular, obtuse, like can't get no. That spectrum, like completely do oh, the
0: I am totally gonna to clip that out. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: that's what I said. Do something different. Take the chance. Be an artist. If you're gonna t- re- like, don't be fucking Gus Van Sant and fucking shot by shot remake fucking Psycho. Because then what's the point? Pl- it's just a, this is an exercise. It's like a fucking filmmaking. It's you do that in school. Like don't don't make an action movie like that. But anyways, that's my number two second favorite. Which movie or Oh, the second best witch in quotations movie. So that's my choice for mm-hmm. my number two. All right. My number two
1: is going to be one that's really going to surprise you. Um, it is the Blair Witch. Doesn't surprise me. Does not surprise me. Well, it, it surprises me because I, I, I'm kind of spoken freely about not yeah, being a super, super fan of the I movie. It, but it,
2: it surprised me that you chose it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, but it is still for what
1: it's for. for like, regardless of whether... I like the shots or the elements or whatever it is. It is a solidly scary witch movie. It's got a good story behind it. Mm-hmm. The, kind of the bell witch, uh, you know, eh, whatever you want to call it, the Jersey devil, like whatever terminology you want to term. Um, it is is a relatively creepy story, backstory behind this movie. And much like the other films, there's a very much an element of, you can watch a movie and say it's like all bullshit. And like, you know, it's, there's nothing ever there. Or you can watch it and say, it's very much supernatural. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, and it's very much a supernatural element. So for that piece of it, I give a full credit where credits due um, to say that for in regards to a movie where there's a witch and you never see said witch, um, and there's just elements and hints, like it does a pretty good job creeping you out um, and creating that atmosphere. So I feel like it was appropriate to land somewhere on my list, and I thought, well, you know, number two ain't bad, so I'm gonna. Give it to give it to the Blair Witch for, for number two and not the sequel, uh, Book of Shadows.
2: Yeah. Which I, you know, I've read a few articles defending Book of Shadows and so, so I was saying like and again that the Book of Shadows does actually have a pretty like interesting backstory of like what the director wanted the movie to be and the movie he tried to make and then what the studio forced him to make. And it's one of those we should do a whole episode on movies like movies where the director's intention didn't end up being the, the final product, but I did Appreciate see Blair Witch, uh, Book of Shadows in a movie in a drive-in, and we left like 20 minutes into it because it was that bad. We thought it was that bad. Um, so my number one, what I consider the greatest witch movie. When in fact anybody says the most, like witch to me, I think of this movie. And that can is – can I guess? Sure. Can I guess what it is. Sure.
1: Is it uh, Is it Black Sunday?
2: It is. It's Mario Baba. Hey. Wow.
1: Hey. You know why? Why? Because it's my number one. Team. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, it doesn't. I mean, it's literally like, first off, you're never gonna find a better witch than Barbara Steele. Like, nope. Her fucking face is so incredible, and she's such a great actress too. But um, you know, uh, um. I'm sorry. I'm responding to something real quick, but yeah, um, it's it's one of those. Um, it's just perfect. It's it's the it's the quintessential gothic horror. It's the first five minutes. I've screenshotted the first five minutes of that movie, um, uh, a million times with a fucking executioner kind of doing with a the hammer. And they and, you know also known as the Mask of the Devil. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's such a great movie. It's so underrated. I'm not that it's underrated. I just don't horror fans love I mean any horror fan worth this salt loves Mario Bava, loves Black Sunday. Um, but I don't feel like it's it's not a well- known movie like in the way that like like a mainstream audience, like if you said Black Sunday, you know, I think a lot of people be like what? I don't I know what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, no, I mean and that's that's the thing about this movie is like I only saw it a few years ago, had never heard of it before. Watch it on a whim and absolutely love this movie. Um, it, not always uh, uh, my sentiment for movies at that time, um, but I, I just love the way it was filmed. Like the actors and actresses are great in this movie. You're right, Barbara Steele is amazing um, You know, on top of that. So I feel like this is one of those movies that is like undercut every chance it gets because not a lot of people know about it. But I have yet to meet anybody who's watched it and hasn't immediately, like, praised its creation. So I think it, you're right. It has a very much a gothic horror, like dark, brooding vibe. Very much like a, kind of like a dark shadows type of uh, type of element to it. Um, just really, just really well done. That executioner is badass too, man.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I with mean, a big, big, big hammer in his hood,
1: and yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think if anything, it's one of those movies that people may know the imagery of it, because there's a I mean, first off, the shot, like the use of because you have know, a black and white movie, but the use of shadow in that is so perfect. The cast is perfect. You know, Marcus playing those dual roles dual dual roles too really shows I usually mean, one, it's a great performance, but really kind of um it's it's one of those movies that like I feel like if you're a horror fan, like you should be getting, like if you're like, if you're like a young kid, like I want to get into horror movies. uh, Where should I start? Like, and, you know, create like a packet, like a beginner's packet for, um, you know, uh, horror movies, you know, including, well, for like, if you're going to start, you need to, if you're going to watch vampire movies, you need to watch, you know, Christopher Lee's Blood of Dracula, you need to watch, you know, and I think for witches, definitely, or even just gothic horror, I think Black Sunday* needs to be on there.
1: Yeah, totally. What super funny on a, on a side note, like uh, as we conclude. So, uh, my son uh, in quarantine, him and his friends have been like doing his online friends, have been like having watch parties. And uh, so, I said to him the other day, he's always like, Hey, you want to play like a, a game after dinner? We play, play a lot of board games in this time. And uh, he's like, No, 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 I'm going to go into a watch party. So, well, what, what did you watch like last week? Just curious, you know, thinking it was something like anime. Well, he's like, Oh, watch the stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, what are you watching? Now? He's like, Reanimator. And I'm like, oh, does my heart proud. I love I'm it. Like, that's oh. perfect. I'm like, I'm going to give you, do you guys know what you're going to watch next week? Because I got a list, I you a list <laughs>
0: of, uh, <laughs> of
1: movies to watch. I'm like, got to educate you young kids on, on good, on good horror. Um, <laughs> so I, I think you're right. Like, I think if there's a beginner's guide to like any type of horror movie, this regardless, like whether it's specifically witches or witchcraft or, covens or just horror in general like this movie definitely deserves to be on there um, absolutely along with some of the early uh, universal monster films and uh, some other other great films of the, well that's the, the thing days. is
2: think of it like all of the classic monsters all of the the especially ones based in like some sort of like folk tale origins and stuff um, you know there's never been there is no classic universal um uh uh um, witch movies like there's witches, uh, you know, there's like kind of like a gypsy. See, she's not even a witch. Like I can say in the Wolfman and stuff, but um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely to me Black Sunday is that quintessential witch movie. Um, angry, and you know, again, there's like historical elements to it too. It's not just a, you know, like a, a like a typical like fairy tale hag kind of thing. There's some historical based you know stuff in there with like you know uh religious persecution stuff. But um but yeah, great movie. Definitely deserves my number one spot and your number one spot.
1: Totally. Could not could not agree more. Hey, well you know, it's it's our, it's rare we, we land on the same number one, but I, I have to figure like I, I knew i to put this I'm like there's this has to be on James's list somewhere. And I knew your appreciation for the film would probably land it closer to the
0: the top. So
2: that's so that's so funny
0: though that you nailed it <laughs> i think this is the i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think i mean because i know y'all have had different stuff on your list before um but i think this is the first time y'all ever had it at the first the same number one i was
2: gonna say i think i yeah. think it might be yeah definitely one of the first if not the only time
0: yeah, yeah that's awesome uh, that's really impressive I well i there. mean uh y'all, y'all both just have you know incredible taste in movies so i mean. So, true, I mean I, I think that's what
2: <laughs>
0: I think that's what we'll it, take it. I think that's what it comes down to uh, but yeah you know I mean that that was definitely a good list I love I miss you know at first like the list got kind of like uh, stale uh, you know if I'm just like talking out loud but like n- n- when I missed it I really did miss it and I, I love the fact that y'all, we, we did a list again today
1: back, back to the old days the, the old yeah, days yeah. of early early TPM. Yeah.
0: I have early, heard from some early,
2: friends Go ahead. I, I did. I have heard from a few friends that listen regularly that they do actually like the list episodes. So we should we should definitely revisit them. You know. Uh, yeah. Every, every now and then.
0: For sure. Ooh. Yeah. You know. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, it I, I used to, it, it was fun doing the list for the first three episodes, and then you know when Timothy came. <laughs> Look, it just, we have
1: so much knowledge that we can turn a top, <laughs> just, top ten into a two-hour I, tour. I, I, I'm, I'm, okay. just,
0: I'm just poking fun. I'm just poking fun. I actually, I, I enjoy not having to make the list, so that's actually kind of a good thing. But if you notice today, sir, Mr. Jimothy, me and you are sporting the same headset today. Uh, I left mine at home. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, definitely a great, great, great list. Um, do we want to tease the audience what we we're going to do next week? Or do we not know?
2: Uh, we'll save it as wow. a surprise. We'll save we'll it a surprise. as a surprise. Because, but, but full I,
0: disclosure, we don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah. We don't know. It could rhyme with bear wolves, but
0: uh, who knows? But it, <laughs> it could also rhyme with vampires. <laughs> there actually is a. Uh, there is actually. There's, there actually were bears.
1: Where bears. Huh? The real wow.
2: thing. Wow. There's were jaguars. There's. All kinds of mythology around uh, shape shifting animals. Yeah,
0: zombie beavers. Yeah. Zombie beavers. Oh my god! That, that that would be a sci-fi show movie.
2: It is. There it is, is a movie. It is a real movie.
1: Zombie. No. Yes. yes. No! no. Yes. <laughs> and, and when you get bitten, you turn into a zombie beaver, even if oh, you're human. Oh
0: my god. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> anyway. I
2: don't, why that shock you?
0: yeah it doesn't ah. You're right it really doesn't but uh hey, any last remarks before we head on out today
1: i I will say uh you know to to our listeners um, you know we're we're here to to give you some good guidance on on what to watch so uh you know give us some good recommendations if you guys are listening and, and like the top five lists um, mm. give us some recommendations man because we're if not we're just we're kind of pulling in thin air here. And we're going to talk about what we want to talk about, but we want to talk about what you want to talk about.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, so you, we got that social media, we got those those uh, tweets and the Instas and the Facebook and all that good stuff. So like yeah. and subscribe, Become yeah. a follower, give us yes. some recommendations. Amen. Amen. Can I get a hallelujah?
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> but yeah. So At, yeah. Be said- on the pulpit. <laughs> you, you don't forget to to follow us on Twitter at Tank Rod Pod, it's T-A-N-K-R-O-D-P-O-D, as well as Instagram, and use the hashtag TP Massacre or hashtag Tank Rod Pod to join in on this conversation regarding witches. Jimothy, James, Dean, anything you want to add before we leave?
2: No, just, you know, uh, go out there, be safe, uh, worship the devil, you know, uh, have a good time in quarantine. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> and if, and if, you are, if you
1: are praying to the old Beelzebub's, or uh or whatever you you want to do uh put a little put a little extra spin on that for us and uh you know maybe, maybe be on the shit sooner than later all right <laughs> <laughs> uh, saying, say dirty Dean needs to get out and, and get in the real world again absolutely uh, virtual shit is for the birds
0: so oh i agree oh my god i agree yeah. and once you're done praying make sure you head back to spotify and hit that follow button and then you go back to uh, Apple Podcasts and hit subscribe and give us a five star review. Don't forget to leave us a review if you like what you listen to. As always, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell everybody that think you might enjoy this. Uh, for the Texas Podcast I'm Tank Rodriguez, it was Dirty Derek and Timothy James Dean. We bid you adieu. Suck
2: a dick.
0: Sup a dick. Sup a dig. <laughs> Bye.
2: All right, let me mis- respond to a couple of work things.